We'll do a little bit of catch up from the weekend, but a lot of what took place on the USF Athletics campus on Monday. You're going to hear some awesome sound from football head coach Alex Golish and a couple of drops from two transfers, one on both the offensive and defensive lines. Emmanuel Hickman on the D-line, Zane Hearing on the offensive line that are, you know, when you hear these clips, you're going to go, that's a sound bite. Well, that's why I'm playing them, but trust me, that's coming up here shortly. Also on Tuesday, got to hang out with volleyball at the Muma Center, actually, where they were set up to do their video and photo shoot, and then came over, many of them, about half the team, to speak to me. Volleyball practice begins today. We'll give you a little bit of a preview. Men's soccer practice begins today. We'll also touch on that in our second block and wrap up some other sports when it comes to members of the women's basketball team playing in international competitions. Those are wrapping up because, hey, school is beginning. And speaking of that, former women's soccer standout for the Bulls, Trudy Carter and Team Jamaica, got to the next stage of the World Cup. In other words, advanced out of the group stage for the first time in that nation's history, but then did lose this morning to Columbia 1-0 in that round of 16. So a lot of things happening here on the show. And again, we hinted at it on Twitter. We're going to do the show a little bit differently this year. Not going to announce it yet, but just if you're somebody that's listening to us at 9 o'clock, we appreciate it, but we're probably going to push the show to a little bit later and do more online, but certainly keep Bulls Beat on USF Bulls Unlimited. But today on a Tuesday, actually was not originally planning to bring you a show. Uh, Yeah, there was so much happening. We had to change that approach and you're about to hear why. Quality updates and plenty of names here from head coach Alex Golish after Monday morning's practice, which was practice five. Now, as you're listening to this on a Tuesday morning, they are in their first full padded practice, and I'll be there tweeting out some videos for you on at Derek Sharp. But an overall status report of how the team was through Monday morning. Man, it's been really, really good. It's been really good to see a bunch of competition. You know, it's hot. So we've been really smart with water breaks. We've been really smart with the structure of practice. But they got to they got to practice in it. So it's been really good to see the guys competing, uh, really everywhere. Uh, some young guys uh, coming out of their shell. Five practices in. Um, we're just we're still heavy installation here until the first scrimmage Thursday. Man, we'll we'll start m- making some position moves at that point and uh, get closer to setting depth charts a little bit. But it's been uh, it's been really encouraging. I've been been really really excited to see what's been going on. Like. And I, I mean that wholeheartedly, not just coach talk, but really, really encouraging to see where we are, especially with all the new guys and how they're gelling, how they're competing. So from an attitude effort standpoint, it's been it's been really, really positive. And of course, he got the typical question, are you excited to strap on the pads and, you know, chomping at the bit? And he did note that they rig practice for non-padded practice where you're actually getting good work in. Now, you never know how a first-year head coach is going to respond to the question of give us some names that are players that have stood out, but a lot of them here, apparently, and some of them you know, some of them we're learning. Like if you're talking about guys that you just didn't know what they were going to do, like a Tyree Kelly is a young guy that I've been really, really excited. Chaffrey Brown, who missed most of the spring, had postseason surgery. Chaffrey has been really, really fun to watch. Um, he's been exciting. Sean Atkins, who's played a bunch of football here, but is now an older guy. You know, that running back group has been really, really positive. Like, that's a deeper room than we probably thought. But offensively, Donovan Jennings, I hadn't seen Donovan practice. That's been fun. Um, He's been really exciting. Mike Lofton has taken some giant steps. The tight end group is is deep. 
and been exciting offensively. Defensively, you know, I, I thought we had some depth on the edges in terms of rushing the passer. That's been an exciting group on both sides uh, to watch. It's been awesome to have Rashad Cheney back out here. Man, like, I think it's awesome for everybody. He's, he's a, a leader and, and just a guy that didn't practice this spring, uh, kind of in the same mold as Donovan Jennings. Um, in the back end, we've moved a bunch of bodies around. Matt Hill didn't practice most of spring. It's been great to have him. Logan Berryhill continues to take a bunch of steps. Ben Knox has really stood out. Really a bunch of guys that maybe didn't go as much in the spring because of surgeries, but those are the names that hop out to me. The first name you mentioned, Tyree Kelly, a receiver that is a true freshman out of Cairo, Georgia. Also interesting to hear him mention Ben Knox. Wanted to pass along and I'll do some research. Actually, we're scheduled to talk to Ben and find out about his community service because he was named one of the initial members on the Werfel Award watch list that includes being an impactful college football player on the field, but also in community service. So that's certainly something I wanted to mention. While we're doing that, before we get back to Coach Golish, the schedule of who we're expected to speak to this week after today's first full padded practice, it'll be cornerbacks coach Matt Burkett, along with cornerbacks Ben Knox, Amaris Brown, and Braxton Clark, who is a transfer from Nebraska. Tomorrow, we'll jump on the tight ends group with their coach, Clay Patterson, along with Jason Littlejohn, Weston Wolf, and Gunnar Greenwald. Oh, speaking of the tight ends, it's good to hear from the head coach because when we actually interviewed Gunnar Greenwald and Jason Littlejohn, they said, oh yeah, the tight ends are going to be used more in this offense. Even Gary Bohannon, when he spoke to me during the media day, if you missed that interview, you can check it out on our Unlimited Unloaded page. Hopefully you are already listening to Bulls Unlimited Unloaded, where we unload the shows after they stream. But yeah, let's get it from the head coach, and he gets right down to it. I love tight ends. They've paid my bills for a long, long time. Um, but I, I really, really like this group. It's a cool group of, uh, of guys with, like, Jason Littlejohn, who was a junior college guy who hadn't played a ton of football. Man, like, athletic, fast, like, can roll, gives you multiplicity with how you can play. Weston Wolf is in that same mold where he gives you a ton of flexibility and being able to play on the perimeter, being able to play in the box. Gunnar Greenwald's like a grizzled vet um, where he he gives you a bunch of flexibility too. He's more of a box guy, but he's done a ton out on the perimeter. He's gotten faster, gotten quicker. Um, those three guys we've really, really felt like can give us the ability to create matchups, give you the ability to go play in some 12 and maybe even 13 personnel and, and be able to change up pictures. I think having three ready to roll gives you the ability to create a bunch of different formational sets and be able to play different. Um, shoot, like Colin Affleck is a guy that that was a walk-on here. Uh, he's shown a bunch of flashes. And then, you know, Tegan Martin transferred here. He was, wasn't healthy from up, really up until a couple weeks ago. Tegan has shown flashes. And then this young guy, Gerard Ademo, that we signed, like, like that guy. And, and it's hard as a young tight end from a physicality standpoint, what we put on those guys, we put a ton on those guys. I think that guy is going to be as special as they come. Like, like he, they tell me not to jinx him, so I'll just leave it there. But, but I think maybe even at some point this year he can help us. He's got to continue to grow physically and mentally. But this is, this is as deep of a room um, as I've been around probably since, since I was at Iowa State. But they also are like – uniquely different and allow you to play different offensively, which that's what you want. Those are the guys that create formation variation, give you more flexibility offensively. 
uh, they're super, super critical for us. 13 personnel going with the three tight ends approach. Um, more on the maybe running the ball a little bit down someone's throat coming from Zane Herring. You have to hear that sound bite. But as far as a couple of the guys he mentioned there, one that he didn't want to go too crazy on was holding himself back. Another true freshman. And it's funny you mentioned that Jawar Ademo needs to put on some weight because, you know, I recognized him out of uniform and he looked like he could be maybe a small forward on the basketball team. He is listed at 6'5", 215 out of Round Rock, Texas. So certainly number 86, a guy that has the coaching staff excited. One other position group, and this is certainly one of need that the Bulls wanted to sort out, and it sounds like it's sorting out pretty well. Mike Lofton apparently is the center and more on the offensive line. They've, you know, I think started off a little bit slow and then really practiced three, four, and five. That position's so hard to play fast, especially in what we do offensively, until you're super confident in, in the assignment and the technique part. I thought practice three, four today, they took ginormous steps. They're really gelling. Again, I think really big to have Donovan there. He offers us some position flexibility, but there's like there's a guy that's played a bunch of football that that knows what it should look like and feel like. Um, you know, Mike Lofton has done a really good job at center. That spot for us is so critical. Uh, we've ended up moving him there, um, and he's kind of taken charge of that group in terms of being able to get us get us lined up and get us to the right guys. Um, there's been a ton of competition, but like RJ Perry has, and I've been around RJ for three years now, has had his best camp since I've been around. Darrell Bailey has shown a ton of growth. Um, you know, Deontay Bowie, who was a junior college guy that through spring was still trying to figure out what the heck was going on. He's taken a bunch of steps. Um, he's been exciting. Zane Herring has been phenomenal for a guy that just got here this summer. He put a ton of work in. I give our young guys a bunch of credit. Um, the, our assistant O-line guys for getting him ready to go too, along with Hoodie. Um, I mean, he's stepped right in and has been phenomenal. And he's able to play guard and center, but we've rolled him at both guards. Uh, we really are moving a bunch of, like Donovan's played guard and tackle. Zane's played both guards. Like I said, RJ Durrell give us a little bit of depth there. Um, at tackle, like a Andrew Kilfoyle's taken a bunch of steps. All those guys really, like, it's been really, really encouraging. Those older guys that you wanted to take a step, they took a step. They had a phenomenal summer. Um, like Cole Skinner's a young guy that that's really, really pushing to get in the two deep. Nikola Milovic pushing to get in the two deep. Uh, those guys have been, uh, have been really encouraging. So they've gelled and they've taken a step from a attitude and toughness standpoint, they're starting to be more like Coach Hoodie, which is um, which is fun to watch. Tyler Hudanik, you probably knew that already, is the new offensive line coach for the Bulls. And once again, a couple of true freshmen mentioned in there. Nikola is a guy from originally Serbia, but prepped in Clearwater. And Cole Skinner, went to get on the two deep, 6'5", 325-pounder out of Point Pleasant, New Jersey. A couple of the others he mentioned are transfers that, for whatever reason, have not gotten on the field a ton at their previous schools. But R.J. Perry, a transfer from Tennessee, being one of them. Darrell Bailey was with the Bulls already out of Virginia Tech. Started the last five games at right tackle last season. Now, we said there were a couple of ready-made sound bites. Let's give you one of them while we're on the offensive line from Zane Herring about the whole playing fast in this offense situation. Yeah, Coach Golish told me, uh, he's like, we, we run fast, we run tempo. I was like, I've ran tempo before. Yeah. He's like, no, we run fast. Like, 
really fast. And I was like, okay, we'll see. I was like, can't be that fast. We, we run fast. We go very, very fast. Um, yeah, I think we'll be good. We'll be able to make defenses tired. We'll, we'll be accustomed to it. We're in the heat. We're in dead center of Florida. We're in the heat. We're in the humidity. We're going to wear other teams out. But they're going to be dead by, by halftime. Anybody coming down from up north is going to be dead, and we're going to be running the ball down their throat you know, the whole entire game. Uh, so that's what they can prepare for because that is going to happen regardless. I love that. And let's hope it all comes to fruition. Herring listed at 6'5", 319 pounds. And even though he is a sophomore eligibility-wise, he did spend a few years at FSU. If you want to hear him run down kind of his upbringing, he's from Madison County High School, said he actually wanted to play for the Gators and then turned that into kind of a rivalry situation. And the injuries, he runs those down that have kept him off the field. We'll post the entire audio on our Unlimited Unloaded page. Again, that's on Spotify or SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts. Just subscribe to our channel, Bulls Unlimited Unloaded. Oh, man. And the full audio is definitely worth checking out on Emmanuel Hickman. He is a transfer defensive lineman from East Carolina. He got into the whole what went into his decision to come here. He wanted to take a step up in competition. He is trying to become a professional player. He is listed at six foot three, two hundred and fifty-seven pounds. Let's check in with his current weight, shall we? Emmanuel? Three bills, Doc. Three hundred pounds. Yes, sir. At ECU I was two hundred and forty pounds. Yeah, I ate yeah, I ate a whole nother person. I just stopped playing ball for a good little minute, so actually it packed, it packed on pretty natural. But as soon as I got here, I diet people, dietary people, they put me on a good regimen. So um, I started coming in, protein shakes after workouts all the time. Now these not no just no regular protein shakes. You watch them put protein bars, protein powders, and a lot of that stuff really helped. And I mean, can I brag on the school real fast? The amount of things that were provided here is unbelievable. From the training table, to the meals, to the snacks, to the, the financial things that we get on the weekends to be able to go eat, it's amazing. Like, I just told somebody, I said, man, I feel like I, I leveled up in life because you come here and it's like the only thing that you have to do, the only thing that you have to do is be who you say you are. And everything else is given to you. I'd say that's one of the better minute or so sound clips we've had from a student athlete on this here program entering year number seven. If he sounds like he's got good oratory skills, he got into his family. He's the son of a pastor, Derwin Hickman, and co-pastor, Franzuala Hickman. And he got into all that, what it's like being, in his phrase, a PK, preacher's kid. Again, we'll post that full audio to our Unlimited Unloaded page. But as far as his now position on the football field, Manny, what would that be? Yeah, for all noted purposes, I play everywhere. I play everywhere. Okay. You know, I play everywhere. No, man, no, man. No, you couldn't tape me when I play everywhere. But right now, as you can see, I am a lot bigger than what I was at ECU now. So I am playing more interior, but I will be in a lot of different practices being used to do a lot of things. Now, I'm not somebody who's confined to playing inside, outside. My hallmark of everything is what's best for the team. I want to be able to come in 
if my guys need me to go in and play this position, I want to be able to know that the best of my ability, if they need me to play this position, it's whatever going to make our team successful. I'm not really somebody who cares about what I do. It's more so what does the team need and how can I provide it in that moment. For all noted purposes, I love that phrase. I think I might have to use that a little bit more often. So, told you, some good sound bites to bring you from the football team.